Welcome to the first podcast, uh, Hometime Podcast of 2020. Uh, and right at the very beginning of this podcast, I'm holding something towards Richie. Yeah. That is his tonight, and yep. he's, he's struggling. Are you looking at it directly? I am How looking at with it. This? I'm looking. Can you open it? Do you want to open it? Let me see it. Let me see it. Oh, look at Ooh. that. Oh. Smells so good. Smells like an after eight mint factory. Which Whoa. one of those, producer Adem, has got a soft innard? Uh, the green one in the middle. Oh, sorry. Um, one of the actual chocolate sticks has just fallen out. I'll just have to have it. You no, know, look, you can't eat it in front oh, of me. Oh, dear, look at this. Do you listen to this noise? Sexual. So good, so good. <laughs> Here's the podcast. All be made clear. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, every little helps. It's almost as if Christmas and New Year never happens. It's, <laughs> oh, God. It's Bush and Richie's Hometime, and we're back. We are back, and I just want to start by talking about Christmas if I can. Christmas is a wonderful time. Of caring and sharing, isn't it, Richie? Mm-hmm. A time of togetherness and the Christmas tree, you would agree. Probably your Christmas tree, if you're listening right now, was the centrepiece of the household over Christmas. And we, you know, put our treasured presents around it. You spend a whole day uh, dressing it in tinsel and baubles and that kind you of thing. You do indeed. Make it look amazing. Maybe put the photos on Facebook or other social media. And then the Christmas tree on Christmas Day is in all of our photos as well. And kids in their little dinosaur PJs opening their presents. It's a wonderful time. Then New Year happens. And everything changes, and you strip the Christmas tree of all of its Christmas clothing, snap them into seven or eight different pieces over your knee in the darkness, maybe with the security light going on in the background, and then dump them onto the street unceremoniously down the side of the recycling, along with loads of other bags of bottles and stuff from Christmas, like some kind of cartel gangland hit. And we just want to start in a mindful way in 2020 here on the Hometime Show of raising awareness of the plight of retired, abandoned Christmas trees at this time of year. Can I come to the confessional? Please, please unburden yourself, Richie. You're going to make me feel bad because yesterday I need to tell you what happened. The Christmas tree, which for the last three weeks has proudly stood erect by the patio doors. I remember a photo of him. Dressed, looking beautiful. (laughs) Well, New Year's Day came, those patio doors were opened... He no. was undressed. No. And he was pushed outside. And I'm afraid it gets worse. What else did you do to him? I went out there with some coloppers <laughs> and I mutilated him. That is unbelievable. And he's in the garden waste bin and he gets picked up on Tuesday. You've got a lovely garden there. You've just had the turf done. Could you have not have planted him or something? Let I don't have any on. flower beds. That's, uh, that's year two of the garden redevelopment. Unbelievable. So you mutilated your Christmas tree. I reckon if you listen quietly, you'd have heard him go, no, 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 please. <laughs> So, look, we think it's scandalous, the plight of these uh, trees in the United Kingdom, and we want you to help us with this. A bit of a campaign to kick things off in 2020. If you happen to see a dumped Christmas tree out the front of someone's house that only hours ago would have been the centrepiece of a family Christmas, tweet us now at Absolute Radio and use the hashtag RIP Christmas Tree, and together, hopefully, we can make a difference. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Bush and Richie, it's home time Thursday. That's the day of the week, just in case you're... Uh, I've got confused. no idea. <laughs> uh, and if you've forgotten from uh, the change of Christmas and the new year, we're across all eight Absolute Radio stations. You can stream this show through the Absolute Radio app and pick whatever soundtrack and playlist you want to our ramblings. Uh, well, uh, Richie and I have launched the campaign today. You might see us on the news tonight doing some form of a press conference from the steps of Golden Square here. Uh, but it's called RIP Christmas Tree. We're trying to 
to highlight the plight of uh, the UK's retired and abandoned Christmas trees who are the centrepiece of family household Christmases then dumped unceremoniously down the side of the car for the recycling. If you see it, take a photo and use the hashtag RIP Christmas tree. Already stuff coming in. Andy has tweeted one, fallen comrades in Kaiserslautern in Germany. It's a continental problem as well. German Christmas tree gone for a burton there. And then Richard Smithen has tweeted to say, I'm struggling even to type this, hashtag twins. Two trees side by side, fallen on the street round the corner from where he lives. Twin trees, that's horrendous. Isn't that awful? Here's the thing, right? We're aware that there is another way, and that is... And I... See, this is... I don't... I don't know of anyone who's successfully managed to do this. So if you can persuade me otherwise... Yeah. Get in touch if you are one of these people who... Once Christmas is done, you'll then go and stick that tree out in the garden and then come December next year, you'll get it back out the garden and it comes indoors. How do people do that? Because you destroyed and butchered your tree, didn't you? You absolutely butchered it in your back garden. In, in the garden waste bin, yeah. But still, you did butcher it. In fact, I saw a photo and it had its legs and arms sticking out like C-3PO <laughs> in Return of the Jedi in a bag. So I had a fakie tree, so I've not been involved in this kind of murderous activity. But if you were to find another way, you'd but be up for that, I right? would. I would be well up for it but how is that tree that sat in my lounge for three weeks then meant to go in really cold soil I don't want to turn this into gardener's <laughs> question time but how do you do it Absolute Radio They asked for a podcast we told them to do it themselves and here it is the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Mike Stokes says guys it's that day just need to chop it to pieces for winter hot chocolate and chimney fun Oh, so it's going in his wood stove burner thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he's right. got a photo out of his back doors and it's just a, his Christmas tree on the lawn, which I imagine yours would have been in a bit of tarp <laughs> yeah. before you chopped it up. Erin Donnelly <laughs> has tweeted us a photo that we've both had to have a, a look at, um, walk around to our producer's computer because we can't believe it. Uh, she's stripped the entire... I don't know how to describe this. Imagine a Christmas tree with its, its arms. Just a trunk, isn't it? It's just a trunk. It's down to just a trunk and then yeah. a bag full of, like, its hair. <laughs> it's its hair. Uh, it's as if it's been to a, uh, a Christmas tree barber's. It really is. Uh, we were after the holy grail of the, of the person who brings the tree in and out of the garden every year. Chris is that person. Tell us what you do with your trees, Chris. Um, basically, I've been living in my current address now since 2012. Right. Um, I bought my first Christmas tree from B&Q in the January sales for a fiver. Yeah. Um, he was about 300 mil tall at that point. He's now coming up on six foot. Wow, so you um, bought like a baby, like little tiny sapling yeah, little, type thing. <laughs> yeah, so every year he's gotten bigger and bigger, so this is his final year. His? Um, yeah, we're called him Norman. He's like the family tree. We took a tradition to bring him in and out the house. Of course he is, right. I'm yeah. thinking the little baby Groot from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> So, yeah, go yeah. on then. So, you bought him in 2012. Um, basically, we've had him every year. He lives in the garden throughout the year in his little pot. Right. Uh, quite a large pot now, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, so, he's getting planted in the garden this um, January because he's a bit too large now. And then we bought Beatrice. Uh, she's <laughs> going to be one new. <laughs> well, look, I, I don't want to be naive. How do you tell the difference between a man tree and a lady tree? Um which is what we fancy calling them. You just have a bit Fair of... Fair enough. It's not yeah, the first time he's had to ask us this question. <laughs> and then, so yeah. what? You, do you bring him in for Christmas, like, in a pot, or do you take him out of a pot? Yes. No, no, he stays in his little pot and he gets sat inside of, like, a big um, bowl to collect the water when you water him. Wow. And we just decorate him with, obviously, his plant pot gets decorated with tinsel and stuck-on baubles and what have you, so you can't tell there's a pot there. 
That's amazing. So when you walk past, as we have been, these these uh, butchered Christmas trees that have been stripped of all their finery and everything that were previously part of like a, a family's Christmas, how does that make you feel, Chris? Oh, it cuts you to the core, doesn't it? it when does. you see them abandoned at the side of the road. It does. So. Do you know what? Like, you Geordies are famed, you know, you see the lads out with their tops off and all this kind of thing. Turns out your Christmas trees are just as hardy. They really are tough guys. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute radio. Michelle is hanging on. She reckons there is. There's a lady near yours that rents trees. She does a gardening club, so she's all sustainability. So she plants Christmas trees and then she pops them and you choose a tree and you can rent it and she delivers it and then she take it back and then she replants it for next year. Is it like Blockbuster? Is there like a day that you've got to have it back by? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Overdue. Do you have to rewind the tree before you Mobile. January Blues. How about some big January savings to cheer you up with Tesco Mobile's big January sale? Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. So now how you're doing with New Year's resolutions two days in. I've gone a little bit route one with mine, and that is uh, the quite simple weight loss. But I'm um, I'm caveating it that yeah. I just I just want it to be less of me by the end of the year. I've not gone with a specific. Target. Goal weight, okay, or anything that uh, you know, sort of a specific diet or anything. It's just discipline. That's what it's going to be. And I would like to think, having been together for a few hours today, you have noticed that that uh, tray of Bendix mint chocolates <laughs> over in the corner, <laughs> I've not touched. He didn't. I had I had a couple of mints. Our, our producer Adam brought it in. Uh, it was one of the leftover gifts from his Christmas. And you you love chocolates with mints. Don't I you? do. I do indeed. But I've I've actually uh, one of you to actually said, look, oh, we'll, we'll take it out from the studio. I actually want it to stay there. Yep. I want it to be in my eye line just to show that I've got that willpower. It's in the corner of the studio. You've gone over there a couple of times. It's, I, I haven't had to tell you off like a dog. <laughs> no, you haven't. Hey, no, back. But here's the thing. What I do know is going to be my kryptonite is my yearly love for when cream eggs return to the shops, and that's now. So cream the... eggs is going to be my weakness. So your kryptonite, you mean this as in the Superman, from the Superman sense of the, yeah. the item that you made, was it like a crystal that used to make him go weak and kind of woozy? That's, yeah, in the movies, that's what it was for him. <laughs> it was this this mysterious, uh, if I remember it, yeah, the crystal that came from the planet Krypton. But the thing is, if, you, if you're living on Earth or whatever as Superman, you're safe, because the, the thing that makes you go woozy and bandy-legged and makes you pass out in bus stop queues or whatever, yeah. it's on a different planet you're fine exactly you it's, never know where an egg's gonna be it's harder if you're trying to have less of you by the end of the year and you walk into mccall's news agent yeah. and suddenly there's a cream egg and they're always by the till when yeah. you're waiting to pay so look that is my 2020 kryptonite i'd love to know what is going to be your 2020 kryptonite if there is a goal or something that you're trying to be good at or better at but you know there's that one weakness you have share with us 8 12 15 to text or tweet us Absolute Radio, your 2020 kryptonite. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio, where real music matters. One Hometime show, eight different playlists, so you can choose the music that you listen to whilst the show's on, and we can all go cold turkey trying to give up stuff together. What will be your kryptonite in 2020? I've already realised it's going to be Cadbury's Cream Eggs for me. I want there to be less of me by the end of the year, but the adverts are everywhere because Christmas is past. It's now the run-up to Easter. 
and they're everywhere. Cream, cream eggs will get me. Even the saliva, as you're saying that, I can't is say undoing it, exactly. you there. Yeah. What's your view of mini eggs? Are they the same draw for you, mini eggs? Um, uh, one tier down, but very much so. I could bosh through a bag of them very quickly. <laughs> this isn't helpful, I don't it's think. It's not, is it? no, no. Uh, for Where's me, the Bendix? My, my, my kryptonite, uh, in terms of something that's a weakness for me with the New Year's resolution, is um, just like normal weather, rain for example, of cold weather. How's rain going to be uh, your kryptonite? I don't I, understand. I have uh, given myself a New Year's resolution. I want to cycle to work each and every day. OK. But the, at the moment, I was a bit of a fair weather cyclist on my bike where if it's raining or a bit windy or whatever, I think, oh, forget it, I'll just get the tube or get the train or whatever. This time, I want to make sure that I am on the bike. Wait, rain, wind or shine. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Even if I turn up in one of those ponchos, you go down a, a log <laughs> flume ride at, at Flambard <laughs> theme park. So for me, though, I, so I, it does make you, you know, think oh, I'm not going to bother if it's raining. Yeah. So that's for. I'm going to check a long-term weather forecast for you and find out what. So what? This starts on Monday, does oh, it? This starts properly because these two days are they just, don't count. These don't count these no. days. So even if you have fallen off the wagon a little bit, and again, you can stay away from the mints in the corner. It's cool, but <laughs> they, they don't, it doesn't really mean properly anything. This is just a couple of warm-up days. But exactly. Monday, I want to be on my bike. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Richie's brothers just called during that song and cannot believe we're back at work. That kind of sums it all up, doesn't it? <laughs> That's where we're at. Uh, at least this is a job that you can actually check if I'm back at work by turning the radio yeah, on. Yeah, do you know, weirdly enough, right, if I ever have a day off and don't tell my mum about it and I'm not on the radio, she texts and phones singing of like, <laughs> something terrible's happened. Can't win. 2020, what is going to be your kryptonite for the new you? For me, it will be cream eggs, but I'm going to fight them. They're not going to stop there being less of me by the end of the year. But what is it for you? What's your kryptonite? I love this one. Matt Owen has texted to say, 2020 kryptonite, Camden Ells Lager, class in a glass, mate. <laughs> class in a glass. Uh, right, Paul, he's, uh, he's hanging on to talk to us. What is, what's, what's your kryptonite going to be, Paul? It's M&M peanuts. I just, I have to stop buying them. Because I just eat, I can eat packets in seconds. So and you know, everyone's got a food right where they, they they would only have to stop out of their own choice rather than getting full. Could you just keep eating M and M peanuts like they're going out of fashion? Yeah. yeah, somebody bought me two like the large family packs, and I just literally sat there in about five minutes and they're both packets. Five minutes for two large pouches of M and M peanuts. <laughs> yeah, they are wow. your gateway to a bad way, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> there was there a gateway to me putting on about three stones. <laughs> well, so, so the pair of you are working towards a similar angle here in terms of avoiding this food thing. What are you going to do? Because you, you're, you're both talking about food that can just pop up in any corner shop or service station. You're, you're, you're correct, and I think I'm actually in a better place because at least there isn't a central London store dedicated to cream eggs. Oh, yes, M&M World. Yes, look, I've been in there, I've been in New York, and I sort of... Um, a few sort of fell on, like, fell in my hand and I was eating them as I was walking around. Augustus Glute, right here. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do with you, Paul? What's going to happen? How are you going to well, make this work? Well, with your help, we yes. have to ban M&M peanuts, right? With your help. <laughs> I'm not sure that's viable, because there are people out there, Paul, who, in my case, can eat cream eggs in moderation. And point. probably the same for you, and it, would be, it wouldn't be right for you and I to deny them their joy. I just think probably maybe you and I need to just check in on each other every day just to see how we're doing. <laughs> then we're accountable. No, 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 no. Look, you just got to blame M&M's, right, for making them. It's <laughs> <laughs> not evident. There's no talking to him. <laughs> you know, it's not me. It's just, you know, I see a packet and I've got to buy them. All right, mate. All right, cool. <laughs> just calm it down. <laughs> 
Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Now, don't go wafting a cream egg near me. They will be my kryptonite in this uh, mission to have less of me by the end of the year. But what is what is going to be your kryptonite? I guess it really does depend on what you are trying to do with yourself this year. It's interesting, some of the stuff that's coming in. It's interesting to see what people's weaknesses are. Andrew Roos-Clark, who's got a fantastic name, says, for me, 2020 kryptonite, Carveries and Greg the Baker's. <laughs> Carveries? Car- good old Carveries. Uh, Alison... I- there's a point here. Easter's got a lot to answer for. You got your Cadbury's cream egg, and she sang hot cross buns. Ooh. Used to cope when they were just an Easter thing. Now they're all year round. But this is the problem, though. Maybe, maybe are Easter Cadbury's cream eggs are from when until when? Uh, Christmas until Easter, then they disappear. Maybe to help people out with these things, they should just be in like a two week period. Agreed. We need to speak to the uh, uh, to the bakers of the United <laughs> Kingdom and solve Alison's hot cross bun problem. Absolutely. Hot time with Bush Mobile. January Blues? How about some big January savings to cheer you up with Tesco Mobile's big January sale? Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Time. <laughs> oh, we've forgotten how to do this. Home time with Bush and Ritchie. It's Absolute Radio Thursday evening. We are back for 2020 Sorry. across all eight Absolute Radio stations. We're just as professional on all of them. Uh, Richie's microphone wasn't open and working then because I was too busy trying to throw a paper ball at our producer, Adam's head. Oh, dear. We'll grow up next year. Really sorry about that. <laughs> at least you know what you're getting with us. So, look, I, I just want to talk about this. I, I believe I have maybe uncovered an unbelievable deception that happens maybe every year during the festive period. This is this could be huge. Fire away. To the point where once I say this, there's an outside chance this might be my last show because I might be put into witness relocation protection. Wow. It's that much. And if this is true, it's going to blow the lid off the whole Christmas and New Year scene. But again, I don't 100% know for sure. Uh, I'm not going to reveal my sources, but I've heard on the grapevine that certain parents of kids of a certain age have been using fake New Year's Eve countdown and fireworks footage on YouTube to fool their kids into thinking it's midnight, even though it's only 8 o'clock or whatever, so they think that they've seen the New Year in, and then it's time to go to bed. You are kidding. Unbelievable, right? And apparently the kids then go to bed thinking, oh, what, it's like 10 past 12, come on, you lot better go to bed, and then the parents can just get on it. I'm not sure whether this is the correct reaction for me here, but... That's a great idea. <laughs> it, it does seem like quite an... In, it's ingenious, isn't it? But I'd never heard of it. It's Truman Show-esque in terms of messing with reality and everything. Yeah. So I had, did a bit of research. If you go on to YouTube, there are quite a few, like, pretend countdowns and fireworks and celebrations and stuff like that as well. Think about how most smart TVs now, you can have YouTube yeah. as, as one of the apps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as an, an eight-year-old's concerned, that's live telly. That's amazing. So, like I say, I can't reveal my sources apart from the fact that my other half is in a, a parenting group on Facebook. I think you've already said too much. A little bit too much. But again, like I say, this is my last show. I'm going to be put into some form of witness relocation project. Uh, but if this is true, this is huge. It is. So what we're asking for is any form of supporting evidence. If you are aware of this happening as a thing, or maybe now you've heard it, like Richie said, it's a great idea. It's, it's also true that if it is true... That means that I could watch it next year and go to bed at half past ten still and think I've seen it in the new year. That's a brilliant, an unplanned particular bonus about this as well. Absolute Radio. 
They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. What day does it feel like to you? Monday. It does feel like Monday, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. It's like back to work. So that's quite... This is good then, because obviously tomorrow's Friday and then we'll be... Everyone's kind of done. Like so. I said earlier on, feels like a Monday, actually a Thursday. It's I, a good feeling. I knew that statement would come true <laughs> at some point. It has right at the start of 2020. And speaking of right at the start of 2020, we're talking about uh, an unbelievable scandal uh, over the festive period that we've just kind of caught wind of here on the Home Time Show. Apparently, some parents have been using fake countdown stroke fireworks footage on YouTube uh, to trick their kids into thinking that they've seen in the new year and it's time to go to bed even though it's 8 o'clock so the parents can then sit up and have a couple of glasses of Pinot Grigio. Could it be true? Now I hadn't heard about this so obviously the first thing I've done uh, in the uh, preceding 3 minutes 30 seconds uh-huh. is that I've gone onto YouTube and two months ago somebody uploaded a new year countdown for 2020 uh, <laughs> which is 3 minutes 35 with 1 minute's worth of old Lang Syne and fireworks Amazing. and it's had 417,000 views. That is a stand- that is smoking gun. <laughs> it's a smoking gun, folks. With Tesco Mobile's big January sale, loads of data, brand new phones. What a great start to the year. Tesco Mobile, every little helps. We cannot believe this. Uh, apparently, some parents have been using fake countdown and firework footage on YouTube uh, to trick their kids over the New Year's, thinking that they've seen the New Year in and it's time to go to bed. In fact, it's 8 o'clock and the parents just want to get on the beers. Uh, Stan and Richie's has discovered one of these fake countdowns. Nearly half a million views. Yeah, 417,000. Nick B says uh, it's 100% true and it's genius with the added bonus of missing the Hootenanny. We tried and it failed, though, unfortunately. Uh, the kids didn't fall for it. Steve says, God damn, I wish I thought of this before. My daughter will be 10 by the next one and probably miss the boat by then. Now, that is a shame. How old yet? I mean, like, my, my eldest is 10. She's never going to fall for that. I think it could be younger than that. Whatever age they can command using a smart TV. Exactly. That's when they rumble it. Absolutely. Uh, Kevin is hanging on to chat to us. You've been cheated about this for a while. Oh, we were cheated out for hours by my parents because they wanted to go to bed early because they had to milk the cows in the morning. But we didn't know this, so they turned back all the clocks in the house by two hours. They only told us this years later. <laughs> wow, so, that's, that's old so school we, we kind of pre-YouTube deception. Or... Pre-YouTube deception, absolutely. So I, I, for about, I don't know, about eight or nine years, we cheated out of two hours of celebrations. And this is this is great because this this wasn't because they wanted to stay up and have a little tipple without you guys. It's actually because I'm assuming you lived on a farm. They had to feed <laughs> <Yeah>. cows because <laughs> we have. We have to get up early in the morning to, fit, to, to milk the cows. I tell you what, if they didn't live on a farm, you've got a couple of years of counselling <laughs> ahead of you. That's for sure. <laughs> the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Monday, James May joins the show, so yes. don't miss that. Movie review time now. I went and saw Star Wars over Christmas. Oh, good. Often accused of uh, being very late to uh, movies. There are classics from the 80s and 90s that I still haven't seen. But I'm now 100% up to date with the Star Wars, which is not even a trilogy anymore, is it? I don't know what it is. is. I feel really bad. I've not seen the past two. Uh, so I'm two, not? two Star Wars down on things. Well, uh, what I have to report is the latest that is out in the cinemas at the moment. I thought it was fantastic. I really enjoyed it. What is it called? Star Wars. And the... Rise of Skywalker. I just want to 
big time thank you, our producer Adam, for that incredibly long bed of Star Wars. Just that given just us. gone? That is it. I thought you'd had enough of it. It's gone, isn't it? 30 seconds it of Star Wars. It was 30 seconds. He's I got hope, time to put it back in again. I hope the film was longer than that. <laughs> is it Rise of... The Rise of Skywalker. That's it. That's I'm going to keep talking about it. The Star Wars music will start again very, very soon. Uh, but um, I'll tell you one thing that I will say. Yeah. They don't need to do any more. What? In what they wrapped the story up, I think or? they've done a great job, it's been brilliant. I enjoyed it. Uh, here there we go. Goes. Get ready for another 30 seconds. <laughs> it's gonna end for no reason whatsoever. Um, they don't need to do any more. I enjoyed all like, the spin offs, like you know, Rogue One and Solo. It's I thought great, that yeah. was great. Uh-huh. Don't need any more spin offs, all right? End it nicely now. End when you're on a high. End when you're on a high, yeah. Why? What are you suggesting that if they were to do any more, what would happen? Then I would say, for me, do you know what he's put in two now? This is getting ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to match. Listen. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh my words. Do you know what? I think this is a good time. <laughs> what do you talk about? Ending on a high. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, let's end on a high. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Dark chocolate's not meant to be that calorific, is it? I don't think it's as bad as milk chocolate. Come on now. You're not going to get in through that loophole. And mince a veg. That'd be one of my five a day. (laughs) <laughs> it's not, it's not like, I'm, I feel bad I'm, I feel like I'm an enabler I'm going to take this away Pass the Bendix Vicar <laughs> That's the title of the podcast 